0: welcome back my friends to the show that never ends we're so glad you could attend inside, this
1: segment brought inside. to you by niagara canine, canine conditioning center dog talk with dave mcmahon on news talk 610 cktb
2: There in Radio Land, welcome to Dog Talk. My name is Dave. Glad you could be here with us tonight. Backed by popular demand is a canine fitness expert and canine fitness coach, Racine Hyatt-Ald. She's from a company called DogWorksFitness.com. Welcome back to the show, Racine.
3: <laughs> How are you, sir?
2: I'm doing good, thank you. How about yourself? How are you keeping?
3: Excellent. Came through it all unscathed and two dogs heavier.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good to know you're looking good and you're healthy. And it's good to know that you're helping so many people with the fitness component of uh, their dog's life. Now, you and I both know, and particularly with younger dogs, that a lot of the pet dog owners and many of the first-time dog owners They really seem to overdo it in the exercise department. And I thought that we could begin our our time together today by maybe talking about, uh, you know, the the disadvantages of going a little too gung ho in the exercise department with a young dog, for example. And we've talked about this when we've had you on the show before, you know, practically everyone, pet dog people, not, you know, super dog knowledgeable people and we're not calling down the pet dog people but a lot of them they put their dog on the treadmill and you had talked about once upon a time that that may not be a good idea uh treadmill exercise has its disadvantages for dogs so i was hoping you could touch on that i also want to talk about the extended play with the fetch it stick so many people, you see them at a park and they're just with, you know, they got this young four months old puppy and they're just there 20, 25 minutes. You know, the dog's got the ball drive, but I mean, is that good for the dog to be running full bore at four months old, you know, till he's tripping over his tongue. And then also you see these people out there with their e-bikes and they're, they're out there with their bicycles and they got the dog running alongside of them for, you know, so I want to talk about that. Can we start the treadmills? Uh, Racine, your your take on the treadmills being used for exercise for dogs?
3: Hate them. <laughs> Don't educate, like them at all. Now, my some why. of the the worst injuries that we saw when I was um, had my practice open full time and I started seventeen years ago were treadmill injuries because of the way that the treadmill affects the dog's body. So the the first thing that happens is the dog is running against a surface and his feet are literally being pulled out from under him. It's not like when we run on a treadmill, we can adjust our bodies because we, we logically understand what's happening. Dogs don't. So there's lots of paw abrasion that happens. And then the next thing that happens is because of the braking to prevent themselves from shooting backward off the treadmill, all of the secondary muscles, especially in the, in the thighs and the shoulders, they become overstrained because they're doing the opposite of what their natural work should be. Re- right. really hard.
4: Yeah,
2: not a good idea to be going gung-ho with these treadmills, thinking that you're wearing the dog out and you're going to have a happy, tired dog. Physically, not good for the dog.
3: No, no, not at all. Now let's go to travel across land just like us.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's go to the fetch it stick. And do we have to be concerned particularly over young dogs or just dogs in general, in your professional opinion? Uh, People doing the fetch it stick for just, you know, for long periods of time. For those that don't know what the fetch it stick is, every pet store practically sells them. It's a ball and it goes in this little stick and you, you throw it. And if your dog's got the prey drive and the ball drive oh man some of them border collies shepherds melon was they'll go but they will go and go and go maybe to a fault right they don't realize that this may not be good for their hips and joints but Racine can explain it better
3: yeah and puppies especially puppies are such people pleasers right they're out there and they want to do and whatever we're asking them to do so the number one problem with this the chuck it or the fetch it sticks is the way that people launch the ball. So it's an overhand motion, yes. which means the ball is traveling on this upward trajectory and this little puppy that hasn't had enough time and attention to th- to think about safety or how to do anything properly follows the line of the ball. So now you see this big launch and then they come down, lose sight of the ball. They're trying to focus on, well, where did that go? And then you get the big crash and roll on the end. And now you've got a hurt puppy and a lost ball, and people, because puppies, they're resilient too, and dogs don't ever want to show injury or pain, it just goes against their little survival instinct, so now the puppy gets up, shakes himself off, comes running back, and what happens, the ball goes in the air again, oh, I guess I have to keep doing this, and like you say, now he's falling and rolling over on his tongue, we've got an injured leg and a hurt tongue, and it's like, it's just, it's exhaustion, and if you think about endurance this is an endurance exercise and what does endurance mean well to it, it means to endure so what we're asking is this undeveloped underdeveloped immature body to endure all of these high levels of stress exercise it's just it's a recipe for disaster and a lot of these injuries that puppies experience before they're maturely grown their bodies grow into and we don't see the actual crisis until they're 18 months, two years down the road. And now it's a mystery. Well, why is he limping? Or why is the muscle on this leg smaller than the other leg? It's because the body wasn't able to grow properly.
2: No good to overdo it. And you and I have both noticed there's an increase in, in dog owners, pet dog owners that are taking the dogs out, having them run alongside of that bicycle, or yep. even worse, the e-bike traveling at a, a faster speed than some people can pedal. And uh, your thoughts on that? Not good? Yeah,
3: Not good. It's it's the same as with the, any endurance activity, like with the, the fetch it ball, right? So young dogs, they need to learn how to learn first. We need to fill their heads up with the information. And then while the dog is learning these different basic skills, then the dog owner is also learning how to relate to the dog. And then the bond becomes stronger, right? So these especially these covid people that bought these first time dogs that they, they don't know anything about dogs. They don't know how to read them. Dogs will always tell you what's going on in their hearts or with their bodies. We just have to know how to listen. And if you're so busy just doing nothing but running the dog up and down the street or throwing these chuckit balls, you're not developing a relationship with the dog. And that's going to prevent 90 percent of tiny crises from becoming full blown problems later on. Education first, please, please.
2: Exactly. Now, I know you're going to give some advice of how we can perhaps spice up the walk, how some pet dog owners can take Fluffy out and maybe give the dog a little bit more than just a regular walk around the block where the exercise is safe, safe for the dog's body, safe from injury. And uh, so I'm looking forward to having you give some tips to my audience about some good forms of maybe exercise or strengthening the dog's core and things of that sort. But uh, before we do that, for those that are interested in contacting you directly, Racine, can you please give your information?
3: Uh, my email is the number four and my name, Racine, R-A-C-I-N-E at gmail.com. There's, um, my website is Dog Works Fitness. And we've got several Facebook pages. If you just um, Google or go on Facebook and type in Racine's Dog Works, there's four different pages that will pop up. And what we've done is we've broken each page is a specific age group. So there's a Facebook page just for puppies, for the people that have those, young dogs. And then we've got our athletic dog page for the people that have sport dogs.
2: Yeah, And you are a canine fitness coach and you have a lot of insight into how to exercise the dog safely and properly. We are going to take a break in another minute. But when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Racine hyatt Uh Racine, you've also written an awesome book. Can you talk about that?
3: Um, the workbook. You still have your copy. Or I have extras if you need one. Yes, Um, And the best part about this, the one I'm most proud of in this little workbook here is there's two pages of site-specific exercises that people can look and go, oh, if I teach my dog to do a sit and a stand, these are the muscles that I'm exercising. You can put all of those into the little, uh, your daily leash walk, like we'll talk about that later, and it's a perfect workout.
2: Awesome. Okay, um, so stay with us, Racine. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back with more dog talk. On 610 CKTB, I'm Dave McMahon. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Racine Hyatt Ald. She's a canine fitness expert. She's got some great advice on how to safely exercise your dog and strengthen your dog's core and uh, and do it in a way that will avoid injury on your
4: dog. Okay, we'll
2: be right back. Really
4: something wrong with you. One day you're gonna self-destruct. You're up, you're down.
5: Major highways are easing up, but a couple issues across the 403 causing slowdowns. 403 westbound out here, Ontario, crashed into two left lanes. 403 eastbound at Highway 6 causing slowdowns through Hamilton. QE Round for the first time tonight, very quiet from the Burlington Skyway through Hamilton all the way to St. Catharines. QE Toronto bound seeing delays through Mississauga and around Mississauga Road. Aside from that, rest of the major highways looking good and problem-free tonight. Looking to volunteer this summer. Fetch and Release is a volunteer-run dog rescue, saving dogs in need. Visit FetchandRelease.ca for all available volunteers your positions. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKTB. Time saver traffic next in 15 minutes.
4: Forecast tonight, we do have a few clouds coming in. Could even develop into a light shower through the overnight. Low down to 16 degrees tomorrow. Clouds and showers end early, then sunshine for the afternoon. 24, feeling like 28 by tomorrow afternoon. Should be really nice. Wednesday, sunny, a high of 29. Thursday, even more warm air and some humid air in there. Mix of sun and cloud, 31.00 and a chance of showers or a thunderstorm as well.
0: Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Main West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Toys, toys, toys. On sale for the summer. Water
6: toys. Cuddly toys. Chew toys, calming toys, treat dispensing toys, squeaky toys. Did someone say squeaky toys? (laughs) Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. (coughs) Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Did someone say PC Optimum points? Yeah, we did. At Real Canadian Superstore until June 15th, earn 25,000 points for every $100 spent on home, electronics, and more. That's like $25 in points. Save for real at Real Canadian Superstore. See fly for details.
7: Stocking up on summertime snacks? Shop Raymakers Dutch Imports for big savings on your family's favorite treats. Right now at Raymakers, buy more and save more on Holland Choice Applesauce. 189 each or buy 12 for just $19.99. Quino brand milk or dark chocolate hail, 300 gram package, now only 199 each. Find more sunny savings at Raymakersimports.ca or stop in at 579 Ontario Street in St. Catharines. And remember, you don't have to be Dutch to shop at Raymakers
6: this segment brought to you by heartland niagara animal hospital
1: now more dog talk with dave mcmahon news talk 610 cktv
2: welcome back to dog talk everyone Proud to announce our sponsors, the Pet Food Outlet, the Maine West Animal Hospital, Heartland Niagara Veterinary Animal Hospital, and the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Thank you to our sponsors, and thank you to the listener for tuning in each and every week, year after year. We really appreciate your support. Uh, if you don't know where we are in the show right now, uh, we're having an awesome conversation with a canine fitness expert. She's been on the Dog Talk show multiple times. She's a fountain of information, big-time dog lover herself. And her name is Racine Hyatt Ald. And uh, you got to check out her website, dogworksfitness.com. Go to dogworksfitness.com. You don't even need to go (laughs) WWW. You don't even need to do it, man. Just go to Google, put in dogworksfitness.com, and you can reach Celine Hyatt Ald, canine fitness coach and expert. She's written a book on uh, canine fitness. It's a great workbook. I have a copy of it as well. And uh, we talked about some ways of exercising that our dogs that might not be that good for their body. So, uh, Racine, let's yes. get right to it. What are some things that the pet dog owners can do when they take Fluffy out for a walk? How can they spice up the walk and maybe put a little bit more exercise into the walk other than just around the block and
3: home? So it's all about getting to know your neighborhood. Most neighborhoods in town always have a park or some kind of a natural space, even if it's a vacant lot. When then it's as easy as here's your fitness starter kit. So we need our leash and our collar, and we need treats. My favorite exercise for dogs because it, it works their entire body and they think it's a real blast is digging. And when, so now all you have to do is find some loose ground, sandboxes are perfect at the park. You, you go in there, you get your little cookies, you dig a tiny hole, you put the cookie in there, and then you ask the pup to find it. Of course, that means we have to teach him what find it means, which is a really good reason for going to dog training school because you learn all these extra skills. He gets in there and if you watch dogs dig, the way that they have to hunch back on their hind legs and then they get in there pulling the dirt with their front legs, they have to stabilize the big hind end muscles, which strengthens our quads, which are the most important thing for healthy knees and healthy hips. And then the action of digging in the dirt with the front legs, now you're flexing and extending those great big large shoulder muscles that are really important for keeping the front legs and the the shoulders and neck of the dog super healthy. After we finish digging, Now we can find some trees, some bramble, hedgerows, a hill, anything that gets the dog's nose on the ground, shifting weight backwards and forwards. You can do hill work with your throwing some cookies up or your your toy and then let him explore nature. It's it's super fun. And it's it's when dogs are sniffing. It's like reading the newspaper
2: for them. Yeah, I tell my students they have to pause and give the release command and allow the dog to take in the daily news and and sniff the ground, go for a pee and just kind of sniff around. And taking in the daily news is the best way to say it, like you said. And uh,
3: so that's important. Yep. yep. And then adding a few of the exercises that, that we talk about, even the basic sit, stand, crawling is really good for dogs, as long as they know how to do it properly. Walking backwards. If you're walking in your neighborhood, every neighborhood has a curb. So as long as it's safe and you're away from traffic, taking the dog on and off the curb in serpentine motion, well, that's like those uh, step training classes that the ladies used to do back in the 70s and the 80s, shifting weight, exercising all of those muscles that the dog normally doesn't use at all. And plus it gets it out and social. It's it's so important, especially these COVID dogs that these people didn't buy because they didn't know what they were doing. They, they bought because they were bored or they were lonely. And dogs make great companions, that's true, but we have to give back to them.
2: I wanted you to talk about swimming. We know that swimming is good exercise for human beings. Our good friends at the Canine, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Centre are back offering recreational swimming for approved dogs. They have to make an appointment and have the dog checked out first. And of yep. course, they do therapeutic swimming there, as you well know. Uh, so your thoughts on... The, uh, the pet dog owner who has that pet dog and they want to take him out, whether to the beach or to the uh, to the indoor heated swimming pool at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, which is one of our sponsors of the dog talk show. Your thoughts on swimming for dogs.
3: Yeah, and I love the rehab center. They worked on my husband's dog when he suffered a sport-related injury and they helped get him right back into uh, top form. It was fantastic. Um, going there for swimming, you're dealing with trained professional people that are going to help keep the dog safe and give all of the proper recommendations for taking him for a great walk afterward. Swimming is excellent for cardiovascular fitness. It's it's fantastic. And if even if you're doing it on your own Walking in water, shallow water through streams or along the beachfront, that's like resistance training. So it's good strength training as long as the water doesn't come up any further than their bellies. Once dogs are let to swim, if, you know, you throw, again, we're throwing balls into the water. The If the dog isn't jumping in the water because there's a belly flop and we all know how that hurts. But dogs don't move their legs naturally in water the way they do on land. So as long as the dog is getting balanced, both swimming and some land work, it's fantastic. It's wonderful.
2: What are your thoughts on the weight pulling? A lot of people are getting into weight pulling with their dogs. What are your thoughts on that?
3: As long as the dog has been preconditioned properly, and more importantly than anything else, that the breed or the mix of breeds that are doing the weight pulling is uh, this is an exercise that suits the dog's body because there are dogs that just aren't made to do this. So if we've got, you know, your lanky standard poodle and he's and uh he's putting all of this effort and energy and he thinks this is terrific, well, just look at the does he look like Arnold Schwarzenegger should he be pulling all of this? No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> your American bulldog, your mastiffs, boxers, dobermans even. Well, a, a well-bred doberman. They're designed. They have the bodies that can endure and benefit from the kind of exercise
2: 12 week old puppy golden retriever labrador retriever for example how long should the walks be at that age in your opinion
3: Um, a maximum of 15 minutes now this is as long as you're walking with the dogs the puppy's head up and he's shifting weight to the back that's the therapeutic part of the exercise as soon as the the head drops and now puppy is sniffing the ground well he's just meandering around so he can do some of that but active walking for any sort of fitness benefit shouldn't be any longer than 12, 15 minutes.
2: Yeah. And our senior dogs, the senior dogs still need some exercise, don't they? Because if they're lying yeah. there on their dog bed for too long, they get stiff, I guess, kind of like what we would if we were sitting in one spot for too long in front of the computer at our desktop. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, seniors, they're my favorite, by the way. And senior dogs are easy because all you have to do is think about okay, well, what did we do with him when he was a puppy? And if you take him all the way back and treat him as though he's a puppy, because puppies are bodies under construction, senior dogs are bodies under destruction. So, it's much better for our senior dogs to go out for a leisurely walk many times a day than one or two big endurance exercises. And then they should be able to sniff and enjoy the fresh air and then get their heads up and take a few good steps and have a really good time.
2: Any last words you'd like to give to our pet dog owner listenership?
3: Um, Love them, have fun with them, give them plenty of hugs and get them out walking like the Good Lord intended. They have four legs. They should use them. The number one problem that I see right now, especially with the small breeds, are these loose kneecaps or these luxating patellas. And the number one reason why this is happening is because they haven't been using their legs. They're in purses. They're in buggies. They're up in people's arms. Put them on the ground. Let them run. Let them develop their muscles so that they can be happy and healthy. And have fun. Dogs, that's dogs. Dogs number one reason for being on this planet is to have fun.
2: Thanks, Racine. Always a pleasure having you on the show.
3: Thank you. Good to see you again.
2: Good to see you. You have yourself a dog gone great night.
3: I will. You as well.
2: Take care, Racine. Check out her website, dogworksfitness.com. Dogworksfitness.com. Racine hyatt Ald. She is a canine fitness expert. She's written a book. And uh, she cares about dogs, and she understands about exercising dogs the right way. Check out her website, dogworksfitness.com. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon's Dog Training. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back with Jackie, professional dog groomer Jackie. You guys remember Jackie. Jackie is from Doggy Styles Grooming in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Take a short break. We'll come back with more dog talk right after this.
6: Times are tough. Inflation is affecting everyone including your pets. Pet Food Outlet wants to help with discounts on slightly damaged bags of pet food. New shipments arriving weekly. Save up to 40% off the regular retail price on popular brand names. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. The
7: lake is still so cold for your dog. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has an amazing offer to get your dog swimming now. In May and June, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is offering 25% off. Yes, 25% off recreational swimming in their heated pool. Get your dog fit for swimming outdoors this summer. It's great for weight loss, too. Call 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your swim now.
3: We're not kidding. It's time to get bidding.
8: Robin and Tracy are pleased to announce that RT Auctions will be reopening their Victoria Street storefront for in person furniture sales and more. Large items and furniture will be staged and available for sale from Victoria Street, where they'll be easy to see and easy to buy. That means bigger gains and more money for you. RT Auctions is available for estate sales and on location auctions, too, while continuing their twice weekly online auctions.
7: RT Auctions. We get it.
1: Voice of Niagara is News Talk 610 CKTB.
2: This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital.
1: Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB.
2: Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. And uh, I've got some dog obedience classes coming up. Go to the website, DaveMcMahon.ca. We've got the June courses and the July courses listed there. I will train you to train your dog. Check out my website, DaveMcMahon.ca. Backed by popular demand, another guest is back by popular demand. A regular to the Dog Talk radio show is Jackie from Doggy Styles Grooming. Hey, Jackie, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Love the t-shirt. Look at this. I know. We didn't even plan it. We didn't plan it. People are <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, we have our tie-dye on, Jackie and I. Uh, so we have that in common. We enjoy that. Yeah. Some of the listeners slash viewers are catching the broadcast each and every week directly from the CKTB 610 AM Facebook page where Dog Talk is broadcasted as a live Facebook watch video. You can also check out the Dog Talk radio show as a live Facebook watch video directly from the Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy Facebook page. So then you can see Jackie's face and my face and Jackie's (laughs) cute dog's how you been keeping? You must be busy as a dog groomer, Jackie.
9: Always busy. We are never lacking in work, us groomers.
2: Here's a question I haven't hit you with in a while. Uh, should we rinse our dogs off? One of our my students wanted to know, should we rinse the dog off when he comes out of a chlorinated swimming pool? Yeah. Not worry about it. What are your thoughts?
9: I personally would coming out of a chlorinated swimming pool because I know even for my own skin, I know what I feel like, right? However, if you have a dog, say, like Dutch right here, who every time he gets wet, you have to thoroughly brush that coat and dry it properly. So if you're going to get your dog wet, make sure that you're going to do the proper things afterwards to make sure that your dog doesn't become matted.
2: Your thoughts as a groomer about dogs swimming in the lake?
9: Go for it. Why not? We, if, we, if we can swim in that yep. lake... Go for it. Now, if your dog is really heavy and hardworking and your dog's going to be ingesting that water, then no, don't do that. Right. Right. So that's just, I think, common sense on that one. So,
2: Are there breeds of dogs, in your opinion, that give off more odor than other breeds? Do you think there are some stinky sort of breeds of dogs that are kind of genetically made that way whether it's more sweat glands or they have just a stinky odor let's say more than usual and and if so are there any breeds of dogs that come to mind to you that would have a lot more of a stronger let's say body odor or doggy odor instantly
9: what comes to mind mastiffs and sharp instant they all have a certain smell to them. And I'm not sure if it's their skin or sweat glands, like you say, or if it's their fur or, or their wrinkles, because some mastiffs and obviously Sharpays have a lot of wrinkles, right. And, um, bulldogs, right. They're typically known for like yeasty skin and things like that. And a lot of times owners don't realize how much you have to clean every single one of those wrinkles every single day.
2: Yeah, because if you don't clean in between the wrinkles, you're going to get, you know, sores and redness and irritation.
9: Well, it's just a breeding ground
2: for bacteria,
9: right? So it gets wet, and that's it. If it doesn't get dry, which it won't, because it has no room to breathe outside of those wrinkles, it's just going
2: to get wet. Now, you're an owner of Standard Poodles. Yeah, he's, a, he's being camera shy today. <laughs> he is being camera shy. Look at him. Tell us about him. This is Dutch...
9: He is a silver standard poodle. He's my big guy. He's uh, he's very above averagely big for a standard poodle. Um, he's, about, uh, well, he's close to 90 pounds, actually now. Um, Kevin, this is oh, Kevin.
2: There's Kevin.
9: This is Kevin. So Kevin is a silver brindle phantom. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So most people think that he's black because you can see the two different silvers on the top on the top coats but if you look at their faces they're both very silver yeah
2: right and gorgeous gorgeous dogs yeah
9: so these are my two boys my girl winnie's
2: hiding oh here she comes here's my (laughs) winner they're all starting to surface now they're like (laughs) radio show i'm in jackie how many dogs do you personally own i personally own three but you've had more in the past
9: yes i've had actually up to six dogs at one time it was a lot i had uh i had four standard poodles um oatmeal who we lost last year um and then i had dave and agatha who were two toy poodles um agatha was about uh i think she was about 10 pounds dave was my little toy poodle dave was only four pounds and yeah so we lost oatmeal um dave and kenzie actually went to a new home uh just because of Unforeseen circumstances around here, but they're pretty happy. They live about 12 yeah. houses up the road and they're here every weekend. So
2: yeah. it's like they're not gone. So you still get to ma- to maintain some uh, rapport oh, yeah. with them and visit with them. Jackie, can you explain to our listeners who don't quite understand? I mean, we've got a lot of seasoned dog owners that are regular listeners, but we've got a lot of new dog owners that have never owned a dog before. Can you explain the difference between hair and fur to our new dog owners that are out there?
9: Yes. So my dog's poodles have hair. Hair gets cut. Um, It doesn't have a double coat the way that, say, a German Shepherd does. A German Shepherd's going to drop a lot of hair. You know, it's going to shed all over your house. Um, These guys don't, right? And I got to cut their hair. Their hair consistently, it grows all of the time. Whereas a shepherd gets to one length and that's it. It stays that way. It just builds up that undercoat all the time, which yep. is what you're seeing dropping all over your house all the time.
2: Come on. Buddy.
9: <laughs> she wants so badly to come up. Come
2: Bre- breeds of dogs that have fur are going to shed. And breeds of dogs that have hair, they may not necessarily shed if we want to go with that lingo. But yeah. hair does come out. And that's what people have to realize. Hair, hair yeah. will come out.
9: Yeah, absolutely. So, like a German Shepherd, a Great Pyrenees, Sharpays, um, you know, Pitbulls, Boxers, all those kind of dogs. They all have those. That's what we call fur. Even though it's two very different textured type of fur, it's fur. So, the Poodles, they have hair. Like Poodles, Yorkies, Shih Tzus, Bichons, those kinds of dogs, right? Um, then there's those those Wired Coat breeds that they're like a whole different ball game on their own. And those are the dogs that would say they get hand-stripped. Okay. Well, hand stripping is, um, you don't actually cut the hair. You, you strip the coat to get it to look the way it's supposed to be.
2: With a, um, most with a special comb, with a stripping comb.
9: With a stripping comb. Stripping knife, stripping, uh, there's a stripping stone, stripping knife, stripping blades. Like, and it's a lot of work. I don't actually do it. Um, it's a lot of work and I don't find it unless you're showing your dog or you're really, you want to make sure that that your dog is that breed standard of a look. I. Yeah, I don't bother. So it's a lot of work. I think it's a lot of work on the dog as well.
2: So stripping the dog is just thinning the coat.
9: Basically, but you are essentially pulling that coat out. And it's not like just like brushing undercoat out. Like I said, it's two different types of hair in there, right? One's like very, very soft. And that's all the crap that you're pulling out. And then you get the you all, all just the wire coat that's laying on top. It's... It's a whole different ballgame of grooming. I give a lot of credit to groomers that do that and breeders and handlers. It's not for me. I I think I'd have carpal tunnel in a week if I did that.
2: (laughs) Jackie, there's still a high percentage of pet dog owners that are under the impression that after the dog gets a haircut, it's going to be much, much cooler in the hot weather. Uh, Your thoughts on that? So,
9: I have mixed feelings on that, to be honest. Uh, So, there is that, you know, um, like a double-coated breed, for instance. And this is usually typically the argument with a double-coated breed is the hair is there to insulate the dog from weather, whether it be hot or cold. Now, you have to keep in mind that a lot of these dogs are also not built to live in a Canadian weather. a Canadian summer. Okay. So, I have... Over the course of 22 years, I have shaved many double-coated breeds. You know, if, the, if that's what the owner wants and the owner's educated, I will do that for them. Now, I can have, say, I had a Newfoundland in here um, a week ago, and she wants him shaved. She gets him shaved once a year. He's got horrible skin issues. Once he's shaved, his skin issues clear up, Okay. Now I also notice too, as in the summer I'm doing this, as I am taking that hair off and I'm shaving it off, I can feel the dog's skin cooling down. So I do have mixed feelings. I do believe that it does work, the insulating the coat from the from the heat and keeping them warm in the in the cold. But at the same time, look, again, these dogs aren't usually bred to live in an Ontario, Canadian Ontario humidity environment. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I have a lot of students of mine that attend the Dave McMahon Dog Academy with their dogs, plug, plug, and they will, uh, they will shave their golden retriever right down to the wood. I do a lot of those, I got to admit. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back and continue our awesome conversation with Jackie from Doggy Styles Grooming located in the Garden City of St. Catharines. I'm Dave McMahon. You're listening to Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. Stay with us. We're coming right back.
5: issues on the go right now QEW Toronto bound on Mississauga road crash in the left lane but everything leading up to that pretty quiet QE Niagara bound wide open from the Burlington Skyway through Hamilton straight into St. Catharines we do have a collision through Hamilton 403 eastbound at highway 6 block in the right lane expect back up there some moving maintenance on the go on the 405 eastbound past the Lewiston Bridge left lane block but not causing slowdowns at the moment have some extra hours during the week volunteer some time with Fetch and Release a local volunteer run dog rescue visit Fetch and Release.ca for all available positions I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKTB, Time Saver Traffic.
4: Forecast tonight, we do have a few clouds coming in. Could even develop into a light shower through the overnight, low down to 16 degrees. Tomorrow, clouds and showers end early, then sunshine for the afternoon. 24, feeling like 28 by tomorrow afternoon. Should be really nice. Wednesday, sunny, a high of 29. Thursday, even more warm air and some humid air in there. Mix of sun and cloud, 31, and a chance of showers or a thunderstorm as well.
1: 610 CKTB Neighborhood News. The
8: Niagara River Lions tip off against the Ottawa Blackjacks Saturday, June 18th at the Meridian Center. The GNCC Niagara Business Achievement Awards are taking place June 23rd at the Holiday Inn and Suites in St. Catharines at the Conference Center. The Niagara 2022 Canada Summer Games are coming August 6th to the 21st. Get your tickets today. Newstalk 610 CKTB is ready to help kids shine and we need your help. Become a mother- monthly donor or give what you can to help kids shine sponsored by MNP 310 debt your local trusted debt advisor
1: for more neighborhood news go to 610 cktb.com
6: toys 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 on sale for the summer water toys cuddly toys Chew toys, calming toys, treat dispensing toys, squeaky toys. Did someone say squeaky toys? (laughs) Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. (coughs) Pet Food
0: Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Main West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com.
7: The lake is still so cold for your dog The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center Has an amazing offer to get your dog Swimming now In May and June, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center Is offering 25% off Yes, 25% off Recreational swimming in their heated pool Get your dog fit for swimming outdoors this summer It's great for weight loss too Call 289-362-5900 Or email info At canineconditioningcenter.ca To book your swim now
1: this segment brought to you by niagara canine conditioning center now more dog talk with dave mcmahon news talk 610 CKTB.
2: welcome back to dog talk everyone i'm here with jackie from uh, doggy styles grooming Located in the Garden City of St. Catharines, Ontario, Jackie's a regular contributor to Dog Talk. We always have fun when Jackie's on the show. Uh, Jackie, a student of mine, she had a Dalmatian. She has a Dalmatian. She says her dog hates being brushed. Turns out she was brushing the Dalmatian with the wrong type of brush. Now, of course, Dalmatians have a very short, short coat, and she was using a a slicker brush, and the dog was red. Like I could see the dog was red. So the slicker brush was certainly uh, scratching the dog. Jackie, I've lost your sound. I can't hear you. Did I get muted? I hear you now. You're good now. Oh, okay. (laughs) So Jackie, what type of brush? I mean, I know, but I'm going to let you do most of the talking on the grooming. I'm going to grab it for you and actually show it to you. So if you've got a Doberman or a Dalmatian. A breed of dog with a short, short coat, as we call it, yeah, you should so be using a...
9: My favorite tool in the whole entire world for a short-coated breed is this little bad boy right here. It's called an Equigroomer. Okay? And yes. essentially what it honestly looks like is a hacksaw blade inside a piece of wood, is what it really looks like. But it's not damaging to the coat now it's not something that you want to really go over the same spot more than a few times because you will give your dog brush burn is what it's called you can slice your dog open and this is any grooming tool um this is not for use on dogs with hair
2: period okay this is they, for fur breeds with fur short coat
9: short coat dogs you can even use them on like the shorter parts of, say, German Shepherd or Golden Retriever, you know, like on the front of the legs, things like that, to get all that little fuzzy stuff off there. This has been the greatest tool I've ever found for a short-coated dog. It'll shed them like crazy, take them outside,
2: shed them out, done. Give That's the it. Name, give the name again, please. It's
9: called an Equi Groomer, okay? Um, the best place to buy them is what I have found is on... Um, A Greenhawk on Highway 8. It's the equestrian place on Highway 8. You can get them there. Um, If you can't get to Greenhawk or whatever, you can order them online. They're just a little bit more expensive, that's all.
2: Now, when I had a Doberman back when I was a teenager, of course, Dobermans have short, short coat. I would brush my Doberman with something that we would call back then a rubber curry mitt. A rubber curry mitt. Your thoughts on that?
9: Yeah, you can use that and the nice part about the rubber mitts is you can you can go front and back. You can just basically scrub them yeah. with it. Right? They're really they those are really good, um, especially if you're afraid you're not, you know, if you're not very educated on using one of these that does have sharp pointy teeth on it, stick with your rubber mitt. It's going to do what you need to do at excuse me, at home, okay? So yeah. Again, somebody like me who's well educated on all the different types of tools and things, I'm gonna use the the heavier dutier things, right? But if you're afraid of them and I hate to say this, but everybody should be afraid of grooming tools <laughs> because you unless you know what they do and yep. what the damage can be done with them, you shouldn't be using them.
2: They don't come with instructions.
9: They do not. And if you're buying things at PetSmart, (laughs) PetSmart people are unfortunately not educated when it comes to grooming tools, so they're not going to know what to tell you to get for your specific type of dog. They're just trying to sell products that they've been told to sell.
2: Let me ask you, what is the best de-skunking shampoo that the general public can purchase in the event that their dog gets sprayed by a skunk? What have you found to be the best commercial de-skunking shampoo for dogs?
9: So I like, there's two different products that I really like. Um, one is, uh, it's called Canadian Odor Control. Um, I'm not sure if you can buy that locally, but you can buy it online. Um, that's not an issue. So you can order, order it online and have it handy if, if you know that you have skunks in the area and this could be a, a problem. Um, the other thing is the uh, Orange Appeal Skunk Removal. And, again, I'm not sure if you can buy it somewhere locally, but you can buy it online. And that's anybody can buy it online.
2: So you can go to Amazon, Orange Appeal De-Skunking Dog Shampoo.
9: I personally would uh, order from – it's a place called DeBoer's Grooming Supplies. Um, I believe they're in Bolton, Ontario. So you can order directly from them. There's not an issue. You don't have to be a professional groomer to order from them. Um, So Canadian Odor Control and – Orange Appeal skunk off.
2: Are you taking clients, new clients, currently?
9: As of right now, I can't. I am booked until the end of August.
2: I mean, good for you as far as that goes. It's a good it sucks for anyone us. else looking for a groomer right now.
9: <laughs> yeah. That's the unfortunate part with groomers. And because when COVID happened, it seems like everybody and their mother went and got a, a dog because they were home. So... The pet industry as you know dave you've probably been overwhelmed as well yeah. with with dogs and and it's really it, it's hard because again during covid we weren't allowed to socialize so our dogs didn't get socialized yeah so there's a lot of problematic dogs out there right now and you know dogs that are not used to being groomed because they weren't allowed to be when everybody got them so it's it's a hard situation kind of for everybody for pet owners and pet professionals all together it's it's difficult We are definitely, um, and this is not not just in this area, I'm finding it all over, all over everywhere. I mean, I I communicate and network with people from all over Canada, the United States, even Colombia, out in the UK. There is a shortage of groomers
2: everywhere. Well, there's no doubt about it that the dog population is skyrocketing in Canada and the US and also in other countries as well, which Mm -hmm. means all the groomers, dog walkers, trainers, boarding kennels uh and we have a shortage of veterinarians now
9: absolutely yeah uh, it's hard even for my own set like i i had to book my own dog's appointments because they weren't getting
2: groomed <laughs> you know they used to say the plumber's pipes were last to be fixed mm-hmm. the cobblers dog... were running around with no shoes <laughs> always a pleasure having you uh, check in with us on the dog talk show jackie if any of my listeners have a question for you how can they reach you
9: uh, they can give me a call 905-329-8076. Um, it does say on there that I am not taking any new clients. Um, you won't get an answer from me, but if you leave me a voicemail with questions, I can call you back and do the best I can to help you out with that. Um, we do have another teeth cleaning clinic. I don't know if I ever told you this, Dave. We do yes. the station teeth cleaning clinic. Um, same thing. If you call to book for that, we have another one at the end of this month going on. Um, just make sure you leave me a voicemail. Um, no, I cannot take new grooming clients as of right now. But for those things, leave me a voicemail. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Might not. It might be within a day or so, but I will definitely give you a shout back.
2: So have you got room for a couple of more dogs to come for teeth cleaning?
9: Yes, I do have, I think, two spots still left open for teeth cleaning for the end of this month.
2: So there you go. If you want your dog's pearly whites... To get a little more pearly white, contact Jackie from Doggy Styles Grooming in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Thanks, Jackie. Have yourself a doggone great night. Thanks, Dave. You too. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. I'm Dave McMahon, and this was Dog Talk. Thank you to Racine Hyatt Ald as well, our canine fitness coach. Have yourselves a doggone great night, everyone. Good night.